Hello, and welcome back to Nehru's Wisdom, a Legend of Zelda podcast. I am your host, back from the grave, our, our long break, Luke. Uh, also returning with me is co-host Ange. Hi. And we are... Ange, Ange how, do we, how do we tell the listeners this? that The, the lineup got- has changed. Exactly. A little bit. A lot of bit. For all we, of you who take it away, enjoyed so. Dylan's um, slightly, not so slightly, NSFW <laughs> outburst. Why would you go with that? Like, why would I'm you just, start with that? And uh, Wendy's tales of Wendy's occasional like constantly dying <laughs> in Breath of the Wild. Um, you'll have to wait a little bit to hear from them. Yeah, they're, be they're no longer with us. They'll they're be not returning dead. for not other dead. games. Just right now, uh, they're no longer with us. We have a new co-host mm-hmm. bringing some some variety and spice to your guys' ears. Um, uh, proud, I'm proud to welcome to you, Janet. <laughs> Hello. Yay. Uh, Hi, I'm very different from um, what Dylan brought to the show. <laughs> yeah, um, Jen is worse. Okay, um, we don't need to go there. But uh, she, she's a NSFW commission artist. Stop <laughs> it! I am not. I am an artist. I'm not a, a not safe for work sort of artist. But um, All right. who cares about the art? More okay. importantly, you're a Zelda fan, and that's what we're yeah. here for. Mm-hmm. And we are also here to talk about, um, I was a little apprehensive doing this game next because this is a, you know, this is the Ocarina of Time, like, season, series, I guess. And this is, this game is so freaking sacred to a lot of Zelda fans. Mm. So, you know, it's like, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to, like, you know, poke any nerves, especially because, like, I love this game, but I don't love it as much as a lot of people do, if that makes sense. Yeah, it was very hard for me to play this game coming off of beating Breath of the Wild, or finishing Breath of the Wild, I should say, because it's a very, very different game, and it was really hard to not make comparisons between the two. I think even as far as like mechanics, um, yeah. the 3DS version is fairly dated. Mm-hmm. Right. The fact the fact that you only have a one one camera position. Oh, don't even I oh, <laughs> that was like the first thing I wrote down. Well, I, I was noticed, like, man, yeah. it is so hard to play this game. This well that, well that's I what I was noticed, gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say it's like awkward, but if I was gonna say if you're good at video games, you'll be fine. If you're not good at like fighting or like combat in video games, you're gonna have a shit time. So just I think get guys, good. I think you guys just kind of exposed <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> Just get good. Because mm-hmm. it's a, yeah. look, Zelda games aren't hard in terms of fighting anyway. You just gotta spam B and you're literally fine. You just spam yeah. the swing, you swing your sword button, and you're like nine times out of ten gonna be a okay. It's not a game designed to make you stress. Yeah, um, it's not Dark Souls. Yeah, it's just fun. Good old old but gaming fun. Is, Even it though is it is Dark stressful Souls. going back to older games when you started with. The newer stressful. 
What do you mean? That's what you said. I, what do you mean? I, I said it wasn't a stress. It's not like Legend of Zelda games aren't the type of stressful games you play. You play it for fun. Okay, but, you, but it's okay, hard you, going back wait, to the older you, games. You think so? I think it's. I think so. Yeah. Just being used. It? Just being used to you know graphics, story, things start to ah. when you go back to when you go back to the older games, things kind of feel you know slower, tedious. I would disagree with the story part, but the other parts, yeah, I think so. It's like when it's like when you had a movie that you really liked as a little kid and then you watch it now and you're like, oh. Right. I, exactly. Yeah. I can't believe I like this. Mm-hmm. Literally you know? can't relate because Shrek 2 is an amazing movie. Well, I was it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's totally different. My experiences are only positive. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm talking about like those Disney Channel original movies, right? I don't know what you're saying. High School Musical oh, is yeah. still a banger. Oh, my God. Jump um, In is still a banger. Okay. But those are quite different from like Minutemen. And what Minutemen holds up? This shit is. I don't know. I don't. Have you seen it recently? Look, it's because you're harsher and colder and older. That's that's what it is. I guess so. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna suspend your disbelief for fucking what's time travel. Yeah, for the what's that kid's name? The fucking main actor. What's I I forget. I forgot. You're not. You're not. You're not gonna just you know suspend your belief for that guy, you know. <laughs> Especially when you get older, like I, I, I'm not sure if things so much like not age well, more so is like how we age with them, because mm-hmm. it's like I like Ocarina of Time. Clearly, it's like an amazing game, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but it also doesn't hold up that well for me. But it's not a game that I played in my childhood, whereas. Right. There's a lot of people who did play this game, you know, when it first came out or it was one of their first games as a kid. They can go back and fucking play this shit like nonstop over and over again with the like same exact enthusiasm they had the first time around. Yeah. And that's crazy to me, but it's also cool. Yeah, the nostalgia kind of drives them. I was going to say, I could see that being the case, but not necessarily because of the plot of the game. I mean, the plot of the game is not bad because Ocarina of Time is just linked to the past, but three dimensions, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then, like, a, you know, like, A Link to the Past really... A Link to the Past and Link's Awakening really, like... It's like the Zelda team's like, damn, we made some dope ass games let's just do the same thing again and again <laughs> for, for a couple of years with like very you know with like tweaks and different like uh different ways to, you know make it feel fresh but it's more or less the same the same thing i wouldn't say all zelda games are like that because if you've played zelda one and zelda two and i recently like played zelda one to completion it it feels a lot different but I also mm-hmm. see where it still feels similar. But enough about Zelda One. Let's talk. Let's talk about Ocarina of Time. How do we dive into this? Because it's weird. I don't. I don't. I'm not necessarily a fan of the opening. And where I, I, want- I wasn't the biggest fan either. If I'm being completely honest. Really? I don't I, know. I 
I think I was, and again, like I think I'm going to be drawing a lot of comparisons between this and Breath of the Wild. So yeah, forgive gonna me. Be, you're going to be literally so like painfully biased. <laughs> I just I can't believe I had to play a shit game. No, no, it's just <laughs> I don't like. Um, I I don't know. Like I like plot to be discoverable through actions and not directly told. Okay. To me. Uh, you know what I mean? No one tells you you have to go get the shield from from the the store. That's not what I'm talking about. What do you the, what do you mean that like the main I'm talking story? about like from the, from the opening. Yeah. I'm not talking about like the little like side quests in the game. I mean But it uh, It's just a, it's just a personal <laughs> reference thing. It's like, not but, like something that makes the game shitty. Okay, but I don't I don't know what you mean by like. I think the game kind of set up the plot fairly well from the beginning. Um, yeah, it was very distinct. Like you yeah. knew what was what was going on from the beginning. There was no room for confusion. Oh yeah, well it's yeah. like super linear, but also not because like if you put yourself in the context of the game, like nineteen ninety eight on your Nintendo sixty four, you know maybe you played you know mario 64 and then you go into ocarina of time you're like holy fuck this is like this is super realistic like this amazing massive open world i'm in well what what didn't you like about the opening just the fucking way the the deco tree talks (laughs) fucking christ like the the style i'm a little confused i just mean like the the actual dialogue Mm. that's the only thing i that's what i mean specifically like when you go in and and I think it starts like in the vast deep forest of Hyrule. It's it's it's. I'm almost like who the fuck is like the Deku Tree talking to, which I... I think is also a cool thing, but also like a. Like this is this is you know a little bit weird, you know, like in, right before it cuts, like you get the cutscene of, uh, like Link's like, prophetic vision dream. And it's just like all this exposition about the Decatry and the Kokiri. It's like, and you I, know, like I'm overanalyzing it. Sorry, Janet. It's okay. Okay. And overanalyzing <laughs> it, but it's you know that's what like we do. But it's it's interesting to think like who like is this, are, are we being addressed? Are we just, like how how are we supposed to look at this? Anyway, hmm. what were you saying, Janet? I get what you're saying. But I really like the intro. I think it suits, like, it's kind of time with gaming, and um, it feels very campy. Like, it's, like, telling a storybook. It's, like, you know, the old way oh, you mean it talks. feels like a, like a fairy like tale? Like a fairy tale, yeah. And that's what I, mean, I really like about it. I get that feeling when you look at the actual uh, Deku tree and his fucking crazy <laughs> mustache. And, yeah, and even playing it now, even though I didn't play it as, like, really young or when it first mm-hmm. came out um obviously yeah, we're, we're in the we're in the, we're in the, we're a, a completely different generation of yeah like you know i'm not gonna say the g word of people who play games mm-hmm. and like we're gonna have such a completely warped sense of what is like a gaming standard because we started playing games in a time where 3d was already like mm-hmm established yeah but it just kind of takes you back a little bit i liked it um i mean it just 
for our generation just to kind of uh, look at this game or play to start playing this game it, it already feels like nostalgic to you even when you know you didn't start playing these games and it That's does kind of seem like a little like it kind of brings you back a little to, like, cheesy as a like kid. a little cliche yeah. and i like those i like that sort of like trope That's true. seeing that sort of thing I mean, I think, everybody, I think everybody does. So um, It does depend yeah. how much you like cliche things. Mm. I, I do like cliche things. <laughs> wow, not surprising. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. on, to, on, to, on to cooler things. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically the Deku Tree, like the game starts off like cuts to black, a little text, Deku Tree talking, basically saying like, yo, I'm the fucking Deku Tree. I love Deep in the forest of Hyrule. I've been here for a long ass time. In the Kokiri. Those are my homies. They live here with me. And they have their own fairy. However, there's not one boy who doesn't have a fairy. Yeah. And then it, and then it cuts to Link's like. Prophetic dream. Mm-hmm. And you see Ganondorf. Or <clears throat> it's, I don't know if this is like a. I don't know if you're supposed to take this as like what could happen in the future or like what is set in stone going to happen in the future you know what i mean because like it's the same it's the same exact scene when it actually happens that zelda and impa run away yeah. from on horseback mm-hmm. but is this like are we at the point we're supposed to be like omg like i had this crazy dream like is this something that you can stop or is this something that's gonna happen mm-hmm. regardless no of like, yeah, what you yeah. Do. The timeline does this fall under yeah what like not necessarily okay. if he's seen me? the future did you say the, can... did you say the t word oh, oh my god please you're sick, you're sick. oh my god but not you know dumb. like the whole thing where you see your own future you could either just let time take its course to get you to that you know result or you try to avoid it as much as possible but is it like something that he cannot avoid Sort of I, I know yeah. what you're saying, Janet. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Ange. That personally doesn't happen to me. I wish I had dreams from actually no, I wish I am glad I don't <laughs> oh, have God. dreams of what's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, and then I I think Ganondorf is so cool. The way yeah. he's introduced, <laughs> it's kinda hot. <laughs> Oh yeah, you guys, are, you, guys are playing, <laughs> you guys are playing the 3ds version, right? Yeah. There's just something a little. little he's got a little more baby. spice. No, no, he's he's more baby. He's more little bitch. He's like a, it's whatever. There's something a little more raw, in the N64 version, and mm-hmm. it's like hard as fuck. If you say so. <laughs> no, trust me. There's just something about less polygons that make Ganondorf seem like even fucking wild. <laughs> less polygons. Oh my god. I can't explain, but I know I'm 100% right. I understand. Yeah. I'm sure there's people who agree with you. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I don't. Because the ones that disagree with me, they're just wrong. Like, I'm I'm right. It's, it's like uh-huh. crazy. Because you guys are playing 3DS version. I'm playing the emulated Wii U one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that one, I hate that. The control scheme. Let me just rant real quick. So, like, you can map, you can, you know, map buttons, right, on the controller you're using. Mm-hmm. And the C stick, as we know at Nintendo, used to be C buttons. If you had a N64, you would know. It was the four directional buttons, right? 
and on the on the Wii U uh, Pro controller is the one I'm using. Same thing if you use the the gamepad. It's like they don't even let you use the D-pad to map the C buttons to, which would be a perfect fix. But the D-pad isn't being used for anything in the in the emulated in the virtual console. Which, by the way, the virtual console is just emulation. So if you're not pro emulation, the fact that Nintendo uses emulation should tell you how good emulation is and why everyone should be emulating things. Piracy is a good thing. That's the official stance of the Neighbors Wisdom podcast. I just thought it. <clears throat> Quick aside. <laughs> it's like, that's... Ah, fuck. It's like, I love the the old style of the original Nintendo 64 version of Ocarina of Time. But the the quality of life fixes in, in the 3DS version are so good that it's like, if there were to be, you know, a 3D Zelda collection for the anniversary, like later this year, maybe they announce something at E3, right? It's like, which version would you want? I would have to be the 3D version, in my opinion. I can't, really? like, seeing clips of, like, just with the Nintendo 64 version, I don't think I could get through the game as easily as I can. What does that mean? So then just, just get good. Just get better. Oh, like. my. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then this is where the fucking Deku Tree becomes Shakespeare in the park, like, hardcore. Literally. <laughs> Navi. Navi, where art thou? Come hither. I remember... In high school, like I think it, I forget what class we were talking about usage of like hither, tither, and whither, mm-hmm. and like my teacher would always say that's you say that if you wanted to get beat up. Like, <laughs> oh my words. god! And that's why the great Deku Tree dies in this game. <laughs> oh no! So he basically summons Navi like willy nilly out the blue, and it's like the climate of evil is descending upon this realm. And like, yeah, just completely out of nowhere. Yeah, it's completely out of nowhere, and it's also frustrating because, and I don't want to read the whole dialogue. It basically, tells tells Navi to go get the boy without a fairy, who's Link, right? And says that his destiny is to lead Hyrule to a path of justice and truth, which isn't necessarily true, or that's I don't know. You could argue that's not necessarily what happens, and then Navi goes and flies. But it's like this asshole, and you know, I love I love Deku trees in general, but is it's a it's a similar thing how we talked about Cass and Breath of the Wild Ends. It's like he knows more than what it seems like he knows. And it's like... Like he knows more than what he's saying and he's just yeah, refusing yeah. to say it all. Mm-hmm. Or, and it's like there's no other purpose than like in the narrative of the game, in the, in the mechanics of the game, like obviously it makes sense. But in the actual like narrative and lore of the game, it doesn't make sense for him to hold out for so long. It's kind of... I I took notes on this for when you actually like go inside the Deku tree, but mm-hmm. basically how you go through the entire trial and then the tree, the Deku tree is like, well, I'm going to die anyway. Haha. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if this is such a time sensitive issue, yeah. then why did you make Link go through all of that if you could have just told him and you were just going to have him sit down and listen to you talk for like 10 minutes anyway I mean mm-hmm. I thought it was funny as hell when you get it back from the, the cutscene of the cosmology of Hyrule in the universe and Link is just fucking sitting he's just sitting down because it's been so long yeah. 
I just don't I just don't like being gaslit by my father figures in video games and you know going from Breath of the Wild to here is like you know the the wounds are still sore. It's a trend with characters names that start with D. <laughs> you know Dumbledore, Deku Yeah, Chi. I was going to say that but I don't want to talk about Harry Potter. I'm yeah, I know. I, I, yeah. We don't we don't have to talk it's about it. It's basically a Dumbledore thing where he know he knows Link is going to have to do shit and just like you know, goes about it in the most like traumatic way. Like, hmm, how do we get this kid ready to be the hero of time? Let me get, let me let, let me um keep him in in my realm for the first ten years of his life while he gets absolutely fucking bullied right. by all these by all mm-hmm. these uh forest spirits that all look like you know. Because is there any reason why Link doesn't have one? Because he's not a Kokiri. He's a Hylian boy. Oh, okay. And I know, I think Nintendo of Europe, um, in like one of their old, like one of the magazine issues, they're like, oh, what's the background? And they made a comic and basically, it's in German, but I think you can find either fan-made translations or an official one. And basically, um, Link's family was... Like his mom and dad, that was a knight, like a Hyrulean knight, which we talked about the Knights of Hyrule and Breath of the Wild. I have a fucking, I have a lot to say about these guys this mm-hmm. time around. Um, he was like a, like a super fancy knight and there's, you know, like the war, the war breaking out and the castle or something was being bombarded or whatever. So he sends Link's mom and baby Link, like literally like straight up infant link to like go run away and somewhere along the way link's mom gets mortally wounded and then ends up in the in the kokiri forest lost woods meets the deku tree and it's like hey yo can you take care of my baby i'm dying and then deku tree's like hmm yeah he has a crazy destiny ahead of him you know he's a child of destiny then link's mom dies and gets turned into a tree and then, like, that's literally how it starts. And then Dekatri takes care of him. Mm-hmm. It sucks, because I feel like the only person that that's, like, doesn't go along with this is Saria. Or, no, I feel like she's also, it's like she does go along with it. I don't know how much Saria knows. That's hard, one hard thing to tell. She's so sad. It seems like she knows more because of how what, much she What can, do you mean, go along with it? Well, depending on how much Saria knows, like... She's the only one that's nice to Link take cares takes care of Link and when Link eventually leaves the um, Pokiri Forest, you know, she gives him the Ocarina of Time or the mm-hmm. Fairy Ocarina and it's like obviously it's hard to tell from the N sixty four version, but she's clearly very like sad. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not a fucking dummy. And at least, you know, I can like somewhat interpret like, hey, maybe she knows something that we don't. And yeah. even later on in the game, there's other things that make me feel inclined to believe that mm-hmm. but i think this game is you know aside from breath of the wild link like just fucking dying <laughs> coming back to life 100 years later this link is probably the fucking most poorly treated link oh yeah 100 percent. and it's like never his fault i don't know anyway so yeah, this kid goes through a lot of trauma 
Yeah, he goes through fucking so much shit. Yeah. I'm gonna have to become be a therapist by the end of this by the end of the fuckery of time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, after all this, Navi, <laughs> we're at the point where Navi's like flying through fucking the Kokiri Forest like it's a you know, top gun montage. She's like zooming <laughs> and like she just keeps saying hello, hey. And she fucking flies she flies into the fence. Into the fence, why. yeah. yeah takes me out every time it cracks me up and the camera moves so that you see her like shaking her head mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she's fucked up she's concussed and that's why and that's why she can only say hello and hey <laughs> <laughs> so she's, so she flies into the <laughs> she it's like all the other fairies are like perfectly like that's why she's a little she's a little pink in color oh. and all the other ones are like uh or no she's a little more blue in color the other ones are a little like pinkish she's fucked up my god they just give link the defected fairy that's another thing too it's like who is navi yeah do all of them have different names i mean we can assume so from majora's mask i never played majora's mask well you know what i'm gonna okay we're gonna have to fight i'm just zoom oh my god e-fighting that's what i'm gonna fight like those YouTubers, they do all the boxing now. It's mm-hmm. like uh, you do the same thing, but just through Zoom. And you, th- and you throw punches <laughs> through the screen. <laughs> so Navi Navi wastes no time after Decatree sends her out. It's like, wait the fuck up, Link. Can can the fate of like all these people depend on such a lazy boy? And then she introduced herself. Hey, I'm Navi. Decatree asked me to hang out with you for a little bit, uh, but he wants to talk to you, so let's get going. So then you can look around your house, and you're like, the house damn, theme. damn, I live in this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I live in a dream. Damn, you live here? Yeah. You live like this? <laughs> it's fun, though. Like, I love the, the actual textures of it. The, the 2D, 3D crossover. Mm-hmm. And, like, how they use... You can tell it's like one thing I always like about this game more than like the actual, you know, maybe the actual plot or the the characters or like dialogue is always just the. You can really tell how much charm and love this game has by how creative they had to be to make everything feel immersive. Because mm-hmm. they did, you can tell they did not have a lot of tools to their disposal. You know, this is in like Final Fantasy VII, which I think had three discs when it came out in 1997. This is one, you know, kind of chunky brick cartridge. And it's like, how do we, you know, we're not going to have the best graphics. We're not going to have, you know, the the most advanced whatever. But we, we use these textures. We get creative with our camera placement to like make things feel more immersive. And I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So then... You know, you whatever, do whatever you're in house, whatever you have to do, you know, uh, look at your, I think he has like a bowl of fruits or something on the table that made me laugh. It's just like, oh, look at these old ass textures, ha. Huh? This house is cute. I'd love to live in a tree. Yeah. Fucking yeah. cottage. Cottage core. Yeah. You ever heard of my yeah. side of the mountain? You said who? My side of the mountain. I don't know so, what that it's is. It's like a really old book. It was turned into a movie. Like my dad forced me to watch as a kid. It's, like oh. a ki- it's a kid that um, leaves home and uh, 
decides to live in the wilderness by himself and um does he have a pet raccoon i don't remember he might have might have um but i thought it was interesting because i looked it up um because i felt heavily referenced it probably isn't but um uh to be fair link looks like peter pan so yeah who knows where Um, these references are coming from (laughs) yeah but it's i looked up the story and it's about a boy who learns courage independence and the need for companionship i'm like oh that kind of kind of parallels link just a little bit and i thought it was neat but um yeah just being in the house um listening to the same music that plays in every house what nothing 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 Uh, keep talking keep talking oh my god but the music that plays in the house is always the same in most zelda games and it just that just brought me back in general my like childhood zelda game was twilight princess played it nonstop, and i've i don't know how many times i've replayed it but, i'm sorry um, no wonder you are the way you are now oh wow. <laughs> I'm, kidding, okay. I'm kidding i'm kidding i, I thought the music was i love the art anyway but um i love the art style also, of the game anyway I like but the official um, have you seen the i like if you ever look through the official art and i'll send you like the whatever the zelda gamepedia i love yeah. the official art style of ocarina time yeah it re- if you look at the official art and then you look at the game, I feel like you can, you know, your eyes, your brain does a little like a little trick on you, and like that's mm-hmm. what it really feels like. It's for the for this yeah. for the Nintendo sixty four version. I feel like the three DS is very um like it's our I don't know it's our style feels very different. It doesn't doesn't have the same um I hate like talking like this. It doesn't have the same vibe, like, of, like charm. You know. Yeah, it's like I love the art from this game. It's very charming. <laughs> Um, I have the, uh, the, the arts and artifacts book and I just love like looking at all the different, um, concept art from each game and how they Mm -hmm. relate and differ. Um, yeah, each game has its own little quirk to it and Ocarina of Time just kind of had the nostalgic, but, um, you could tell like a lot of the art from this game also trans like translates to all the other games that came after it too. Like this game was kind of a turning point um, with all the other future Zelda games that come after this one. So I mean, really I mean for sure, especially like looking at the history of it, the actual content of the game, like the plot just plays like Link to the Past. And so they have to make their own visuals. And then going forward, like, Majora's Mask direct, direct sequel. And they only had two years to make it. So, like, everything is, it's like all the, everything is reused, right? Mm-hmm. And then they do something different with Wind Waker, which at the time, like, everyone was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. What is this little babies game for babies? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it has, like, one of the craziest, darkest, or most uh, severe endings of any Zelda game. And then that call that like distress from from the fans leads to Twilight Princess, which is basically like Ocarina of Time two, mm-hmm. which would be a link to the past three. So it's, it's very it's very interesting how uh, intertwined it all is, especially because it's like we want to you know we want a more adult art style like a uh, realistic art style like uh, uh, Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess gets like. Yeah, you wanna you wanna 
realistic art style? You want something darker? Yeah. Let's just make the main characters hot as fuck and everyone yep. else is going to look absolutely disgusting mm-hmm. and weird and awful. And, and it's I not, it. look, it's, it's not realistic, though. I don't, I don't know how people can play that game and, like, like, it's like, look, I hate to break it to you. If you're not a main character, if you're a main character in Twilight Princess, you're hot as fuck. Yeah. Like, unnecessarily. <laughs> If you're if if you're anything unnecessarily, else, or, right, yeah. Sorry, get fucked. <laughs> I need, I will I will give Twilight Princess a second chance though. I'm not a. I loved um how everybody looked different. I mean, if everybody was hot, even in the real world, the world would be boring. But um, I just love like um, I love the ugly art style. I think it's really cute, and um, it kind of gave everybody a little bit more personality. But in Kokiri Forest Our, in this game, everyone looks the same. I'm I feel like that. I feel like everyone looks the same is not intentional in terms of the mechanics, but in the lore is intentional. Wherein, like, when they become Koroks and Wind Waker, like, sure, Koroks have their own differences, but they all kind of look the same, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, who's to say that the the kokiri whatever shape they had before or figure they had before they see like a baby a hylian human baby or maybe even link's mom come in and they're like oh let's all look like that now you know they all change their shape and maybe i don't know them looking the same to me i understand as a mechanic why because you know, yeah it's like, but it also like makes sense to me in the actual story of the game because mm-hmm. they're just all like spirits like it doesn't they're physical form doesn't necessarily matter i guess yeah no it doesn't yeah in terms of like mechanics but um yeah i'm just saying there's like three different girls there's like all the girls in that village except for saria they're just you know blonde hair blue eye little kokiri like the same design just copied and pasted I guess it doesn't really matter though because no, like, it do- it doesn't. But I'm just uh, comparing um, to Twilight Princess. I so I'm gonna write down to not invite yeah. Janet for the Twilight Princess episode. It's gonna, it's gonna be Twilight Princess slander only. But I love have, Twilight Princess. <laughs> you're gonna have to listen Don't to it. Don't do that. No. All right, let's continue because we're just fucking sitting at this point. Yeah. We're just still on Link's like balcony, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, let me tell you what separates. The, the boys from the men in the chads from the virgins mm. so you come outside and saria with her big ass fucking head on her tiny body <laughs> oh my is like god smiling waving at you it's like leave her alone and she's like hey oh my god relax these okay. are real people janet and her head is huge and i have I'll a huge stay head. quiet then continue <laughs> and so saria's like oh wow link that's so sick. You have a fairy. Come on down. Let's chit chat. And let me tell you what the chads do. The chads turn around and do a and they and, and they lock on and they backflip. You know what the <laughs> you know what the sad little virgins do? They take the ladder. Now, Janet, oh, I have to ask. Did you, flip did you take the ladder? <laughs> I did. You did I what? Took, I took the safe way. I did the ladder. Yeah. I that's didn't know how why. to backflip yet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't tell you everything you need to know, let's about move Janet. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god! You go and talk to Saria, and she's like, "OMG, like, what's up, Link? That's so great. You have a fairy. That's so cool. Like, I'm so happy for you. Oh, what? The great Deku Tree wants to talk to you. Wow, that's so amazing. Go talk to the Deku Tree. 
then at this point, like Kokiri Force is your playground in terms of like a mechanical tutorial. It's funny, the first time I played this game, I didn't know you had to go buy the shield. And I was just like accumulating so many rupees from just walking around. Yeah. Like, the, mm-hmm. I, the sword was kind of easy to get because you go through like a like this weird ass mm-hmm. obstacle course. And and it's funny when you get the sword, I think it's like, remember to put it back. And I'm like, holy fuck, no wonder no wonder Ganondorf could just fucking sneak in and fucking kill the Deku Tree. Oh, all these my- all these little assholes just had one like com- communal sword. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna Can't take turns sword. they're gonna take turns swiping it and yeah. then when link leaves they don't have shit oh no <laughs> can't defend oh, i didn't think about that oh my god and, and and the fucking little uh the slingshot that he takes like they literally have nothing <laughs> he fucked. took the whole armory yeah yeah god damn so it was payback get... for all the bullying i oh, like yeah. i like that you get rupees for exploring the the main part you know, like the Kokiri Forest, like, oh, let's just jump over these square rocks over the water. And it's like, oh, here's five rupees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait, can I do it again? Oh, here's another five rupees. Yeah. And you just walk start in the bush. You'll, yeah, you'll find yeah. 10 rupees. Here's some money someone left in the bush. Oh, what's this? <laughs> I also like how you can cut down the fences. Have, all the Kokiri have holes in their pockets. It's just, they're just losing money, too. And that little kid that humps a rock, he's weird. I don't like him. Um, I think he's supposed to be pulling a rock out of the ground, yeah. but you cannot tell. It looks like he's just humping the rock. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of him. <laughs> I, I, that kid, <laughs> that Kokiri in particular. He's I already getting bullied by um, Mido. Is, is, he says like um, Mido's making him clean up the yard or something. Yeah, Mido's an asshole. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of... Um, like if Mido had a voice, he would sound like the, the fucking... Uh, the front desk guy for Mike Carly. That's what. Oh. That's what. Norbert. No. Yeah. Lubert. Yeah, yeah, Lubert. That's Lubert. what he. That's what. That's what Mido, Who the fuck is Norbert? <laughs> Lubert. Yeah. That's what he sounds like in my I head. Yeah. And like, if you don't talk to him, he's like, "Sorry, chump. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta mm-hmm. go get a sword and a shield." So God, remember do exactly when Lubert that. and Freddie's mom got together. What the I fuck? Would... Like of all yeah. the references, why? <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't mention Luber and not have my Talk, mind. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't just I, okay. Well, I wasn't just like oh hey Lu- you know hey guys remember Luber? I was like Mido's an asshole like Luber. <laughs> yeah. I like how Mido looks more like Peter Pan than mm. than, than oh, Link yeah. does, and it and it makes me feel more justified in my disdain for Peter Pan. Link was meant to look like um, Leonardo DiCaprio when he was designed. I'm not sure about child Link, but definitely adult Link. Yeah. His hair, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it was like in an interview between one of the uh, game designers. Um, yeah, his wife was like, make Link yeah. hot. I'm tired of playing with these He's like, things. who's hot? Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like, okay. That's so let's weird. Let's make Link Leo. I don't know how I feel about that. Hmm. I mean, so he was anyway, an icon, you get, so. you get your you get your sword, you get your shield, and along the way, you get all the little cutscenes of like mechanics that you have to do by talking to each of the Kokiri. And then you go back to Mido, and he's like, "Sorry, chump, you need a sword and <laughs> Noni, what's that? A sword and shield? Fuck! Mm-hmm. Fine, I guess I have to let you go." 
like it's so it's like all that for what dude like just just let me go about my day uh-huh. this is when this is when i the tutorial for ocarina of time i i get very impatient with it's like just let me just please let me do what i have to do and that's how i feel that's a that's a reoccurring thing for me in this game but it's just because i have a hard time just sitting through dialogue especially when you can't speed it up uh-huh. especially when we get to a certain flying asshole who likes to spice <laughs> things up and make, and switch and switch the responses to things? So you go and you go talk to the Deku Tree, and then Deku Tree's like, "Oh, you guys are back. Well, <laughs> I got some bad news for you. There's some evil up in these woods." And Link's like, <gasps> and he's like, and then Deku Tree's like, on top of that, there's a parasite inside me. And he like grabs Link by his little fucking clothes, and he's like, "Link, I need you to go inside me and kill the parasite. Can you do that, Link? Can you he's do like, that?" Oh, okay. And then we start the game off with Vor, the first dungeon. Actually, a lot the of Deku Tree just opens its mouth, and there's a lot of the there's eye. a lot of Vor in the first in the first three dungeons. If you think about it, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also to mention um and this feels you know like you know when there's like a movie and like the title is like something that they say in the movie that's what this scene also feels like when uh she was like i need you to break the curse with your wisdom and courage yeah yeah, yeah i thought that was a little campy mm-hmm. yeah. but it's whatever yeah it's funny like i like those moments give me a chuckle Mm-hmm. And so then you go inside the Deku Tree, and if you've been inside the Deku Tree in Breath of the Wild, you know it's a, it's a you know communal low income housing for the, for the fucking uh, Koroks, you know, it's good, you know they have a, a bed, they have little shops, they have a fire, you know, cook, they have a statue to the goddess. It's very cool. When you go inside the Deku Tree here, it's like a fucking gymnastics uh, obstacle course. With a, a even bigger hole in the middle, and you're like, how long? I, I, I always wonder, like, how long was this? How long? How long has the Deku Tree been like this on the inside? <laughs> <laughs> did he? Did he just you know like do this to train Link, and he's like concentrating, like in the time that that Navi goes to get Link, he's like thinking real hard and like changing all his insides to make it look like this. Oh God! I actually really like this dungeon though. First half is like easy. You just fight the Deku Babos. I think that's what they're called. The little like a uh, mm-hmm. Venus flytrap monster things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shoot some spiders. You just go through. Um, you climb up some vines. You hop around. You go through a door. You get the slingshot. Then you know the classic Zelda. It wouldn't be a Zelda game if there wasn't anything related to eyes. You have to mm-hmm. shoot the eyes to unlock the mm-hmm. door. You can um, shoot everything now. And then, you know, the gag at the top, which as far as like gimmicks go, I really like is you have to jump all the way through, jump from the top all the way down mm-hmm. and then through the spider webs. And and then you get to like the basically what is like the the more difficult part of the dungeon. And I know I'm kind of flying through this dungeon, but I, at least for this first part, there there wasn't much to really. Yeah, 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 I, it's not, I, yeah. I don't think there's really much, much to be said. Mm-mm. And 
Except that, like, I enjoyed jumping down. And I think the first time I did it, like, I was just hauling too much ass. Like, I did a little roll <laughs> and, like, pushed my stick real hard forward that I just fucking went too far and Link broke his legs. Oh, <laughs> my he, God. He just, just died inside the deck of cheap. The little because... noises he makes when he, like, falls to the ground, like, from it's too pretty far brutal. Out. Yeah. It's like, oh, this poor little boy. Especially it's because, just... you know, I'm getting older. And you know when you and I, I don't have to jump around a lot of things. When I do, you know, I I understand the feeling that the when it hits the knees, like mm-hmm. that shit, whoa, mm-hmm. that yeah. shit hurts. But you know, you just cut some, you just cut some flowers, and the little hearts pop out. And, well, he's probably got better. some strong knees from backflipping off the top of his house all the time. Oh yeah, from backflipping off the top of his house, from just you know being a kid. Because when you're a kid, like you, he don't have any fear. Mm-mm. Not even fear. You just like you're just made out of rubber. Yeah. Yeah. You don't worry like, about your body. Think about it. Kids get hurt, but they only cry if like you know that's the response you give them. Otherwise, they're like fucking invincible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> so, you, so you get through the you get through the cobwebs. You land in some water. There's another golden sculptula, and I'm still. I still haven't formed in a complete opinion how I feel about the sculptures as a mechanic. They at least look cool. What and then mean? it's just like like the design of them. I was like, I really design like is how, cool. How little that, like creepy they are a little bit, but um, yeah, and I like how like sh- have like the shine to them, the real goldy mm-hmm. feel. But it's just like mechanically, like I don't know if I like that using that as a system to get upgrades because it's like you can't you can't revisit oh, the dungeons you know yeah and if you miss one then right and it doesn't tell you that you needed to upgrade things from the get-go i don't think that's another thing too like yeah i don't remember i don't really read like, the signs like i can tell really you what, tell you like what it's for and why you need to collect them um i could tell you like almost what all the signs in breath of the wild say because they're they're there. I can't tell you Nocarina time because you can fucking cut them. So you know what do I do? The first thing I see is I'm like, let me chop it in half. No reason. I don't have any reason to. Just ugh. I just feel powerful when I see half of that shit on laying on the ground. <laughs> it's like I don't need your signs because it can't stop me anyway. <laughs> I can't read. Link probably can't read. Something I never considered. Link. Link is probably. How old, how old is he in this game? I would say, I mean, the general consensus is probably that he's old 10. enough to read. Yeah, but um... and he's ten, and then after <laughs> yeah. seven years, he's seventeen. I don't think Link knows how to read. Like, well, the signs are there. You can click on the signs, and but he's very clearly. Oh, that's true. But that could be. You don't. You don't need signs you. when you have an annoying owl that tells you. Yeah. Oh, the, stop! Don't the, mention his name. I'm going to very glued to your hip. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Navi does kind of. You know, all the dialogue that we read could just be Navi speaking to him. Well, that's kind of cute. That's like that's like that's really cute when I think about it. Because Link but it's is also already really sad. Yeah. Unless Saria taught him how to read. Oh, that's you know, there's not really like there's not really like a f- anything that we could interpret as like a formal education process. Mm-hmm. Like you thought Twilight Princess Link was a country bumpkin. This Link is <laughs> this Link is fucking just beyond that. He's like a feral child. <laughs> <laughs> raised in the wilderness by other Literally, children. Yeah. I wouldn't even say raised, just there. He just, yeah, he <laughs> made, just it, made it this far along. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, is the only one that took care of him. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I just, I feel a lot of, there's a lot of things that this game makes me think about that make me feel not happy, but that's just a, <laughs> you know, that's just a testament of the, of the depressing undertones in this game that are very subtle and you have to dig deep into that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. oh, where are we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I forget this part. So you jump through and then you, you get the, you get the stick and you light it on fire to burn the cobweb. Then you can go through the rest of the dungeon, right? I believe so. And then there's yeah. just a little like jumpy things, little killy things. And then you have a to... Little shieldy things. Yeah, you negotiate right. with the Deku scrubs. I always think that's hilarious. Like it's they get hit once like, <laughs> like kinda... fuck, you got me. Please, <laughs> please don't tell my brothers. Don't I... tell them I'm a snitch. If they find <laughs> out, if they find out, you know what they do to me, I'm kaputz. I'm like, all right, relax, relax, relax. <laughs> I completely forgot that that was a thing when I started playing again because I haven't played this game since like years ago. But um, when I thought it was going to die and it started talking to me and then all the other ones started talking to me, I'm like, what is going on? What are these things? And um, oh, yeah, God. I think it's so funny when they try to sell you things. These little merchants stuck in the Great Decker Tree. Yeah, they fucking poor, poor they little guys. Who do they sell of, things to? They like, remind me of Ewoks. Not Ewoks. Um, oh my god, I'm forgetting the name. Isn't it Ewoks? No. It's okay. Take your time. We'll I don't. I don't remember what they're. What I just they're like called. from the way you, from the few conversations you have with them how expansive their lives are. Like, and he's like begging you. The Jawas. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Like they're like begging you, please yeah. don't tell don't tell the others. You know what they'll do to me. They're so like I'm, earnest I'm, and <laughs> tiny and everything they do. Yeah. Like everything is like every conversation is so high stakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the you get through that, and then you have another web to cut through and another hole to fall through. And I like how you have to roll with the fire to burn it. Mm -hmm. Such a I was stuck at that part so long. I'm like, how Wait, do I you, bend okay. down and put this? Are you fire? talking? Are you talking about your first time or like when you started playing it again? <laughs> again, oh it's been years. Oh I don't my... remember most of the game. Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, I was like, how do I bend down? I was standing on top of it for so long, thinking and just running around. I'm like, is this what I have to do? Yeah, until I got frustrated and started rolling around with it. It happened by accident. <laughs> so. And then you fight Goma. And I remember the first time I played, like, Goma took me a minute. I don't think I died. I was low on hearts, and I'm like, oh, these little, like, the little parasites that kept coming out of her. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. The second time, like, I, I had that memory the more recently. And I was like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready. And then I swept through it, like, a, un, like under a minute. Oh yeah. Which I don't know if that's good or bad, but it took thirty I seconds. I, I think I streamed it too. Yeah, like something like twenty four seconds it took me. I was like, oh. Yeah. And I remember it to be much more intimidating. Me too. I thought this was like something I had to prepare for, or like, yeah, I don't I know. Was there was like gonna... some sort of like more complex strategy to beat this thing, but it wasn't. I know. But oh, to be God. fair, it's the first in, boss. In in the defense of Goma, if someone shot me in the eyes, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't defend myself, so I get it. You know, I leave, have a little sympathy for her. I love the the bosses and subtitles and all the Zelda games. That shit. Oh, God. Ocarina's, Ocarina of Times are so good, too. 
It was I just parasitic, love that little armored, arachnid. Yeah, arachnid. Or, and that shit is cool. That shit goes so yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Like that, that would be an indie band I would listen to. Oh yeah, I love it. Like actually, it goes, it goes so crazy. Like I get so hyped. I'm like, I'm like, yo, let's get it. So anyway, you defeat Goman and her little babies. Then you have like this weird portal thing, which yeah. I still, I still haven't found a way to make like good sense of. It happens in like. Even Twilight Princess, like when you defeat a boss, it just teleports you out well, of the. Dungeon. Well, Twilight Princess is a different game, so you know we can't we can't That's... do apples to oranges. Yeah, and it was also a whole different um, reasoning on how he got out. Yeah, like exactly. Minna trans- Yeah, Minna has the power to. So, so I like to think thing. here that's just a game mechanic, but what probably mm-hmm. happens in the game is just Link like crawls his way out or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Decatree is powerful. I don't know if Decatree can teleport people though. He was I guess the there's just breath. no way for no. for Link to get back up, right? Fuck, I guess Navi is fucking strong as hell. Carries, <laughs> a, little, yeah. carries, a, carries a little ass and flies <laughs> out. I mean, he just they just need to get out from that hole, at least. Like, that pit. And mm-hmm. then, you know, then he can climb his way out. So you get out. And then, what happens? You talk to the Deku Tree. Yeah, and this is where the Deku Tree is like... Thanks for all your hard work. I'm still gonna die though. He's like, yeah. thanks for all your help, Link. Now let me get hit you with the hardest exposition of 1998. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's when you get the infamous cosmology of Zelda. But first, what did he tell you? It's like, ah, the wicked man of the desert cast this dreadful curse upon me. And then the way it cuts to like Ganondorf, if it, it just feels like a fan cam, like from the <laughs> yeah. from the first cutscene, like. <laughs> Like, they're not showing him very evil. Like, they're showing him cool. Mm-hmm. Like, when I see him riding through the fire, I'm like, damn, he looks cool as hell. Yeah. Like, shit, maybe I'm, maybe I'm like, fighting whoa. for the wrong side. Yeah. I want to be on his side. Not his side. Basically, uh, Ganondorf, if you've, ne- if you've never played a Zelda game before, this is going to blow your mind. Ganondorf was trying to steal the Triforce, right? How fucking crazy is that? Mm-hmm. And he has to get to the Sacred Realm. Which is connected through Hyrule to do that, but in order to do that, he needs uh, like the three relics, which are representative of the Triforce and their respective gods. And then he tells you about the gods, Din Nehru. <laughs> Get it, Nehru? <laughs> Nehru, the goddess oh of wisdom. <laughs> Get it? One. Get it? Nehru's wisdom. Roll, no, roll, roll the credits. Roll, That's yeah. it. This was over. <laughs> Din Nehru and Ferore, <laughs> and how they basically created the Earth. I mean, as far as uh, creation myths go, it's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And then the golden sacred triangles remain at the point where the goddesses left the world. I wonder if that is like physically a piece of them because they're golden. Like when you see them in the game, they look like little Oscar statues. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they're like actually gods, how we think of gods, or like maybe just the aliens that are then perceived as god. I don't know. It's also not that important, but I do think, like, it's not that important what they are, but I do think it's cool, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I love, that's, for as long as that cutscene is, I really enjoy it. Like, I really enjoy it. It's also kind of, uh like, out of the blue. Like, I don't think it necessarily fits with everything else. But, mm-hmm. um, like, it's, you said that, like, getting, you know, again, needs to try for it, it needs the sacred relic from each of the goddesses. And then, you know, he could have just said, like, 
you know the goddesses of old Din, Nehru, and Ferrari, and then their respective their respective like a uh, you know contributions governing, yeah governing yeah. contributions and realms and then you know but it doesn't the whole cutscene is kind of long mm-hmm. but it was just which long. is why Link is sitting down at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's short enough that Dugatree's like, anyways, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck, fuck what? All that? That's a little frustrating. It's like I did all that for this still, and then the great Dugatree dies. Yep. You leave, but before right? he, oh, no, he wait, dies, he tells you he tells to go to go see, find the princess of destiny, right? And then he right. gives you the Kokiri's emerald. Yeah. Which is the spiritual stone of the forest, which is like a Ferrore's emerald. I don't know who's necessarily the owner of this. Yeah. Like Kokiri's emerald in the sense that it's was given to the Kokiri, not that the Kokiri made it. Or maybe they did, who knows. Anyway, basically the future of the world depend, depends upon you link um and you know navi uh help link to carry i don't know help link to carry out my will that that's the thing where i was like i was like oh he's a decoratory knows more than he's letting on kind of guy mm-hmm. and so then now he's like all right link uh <laughs> let's go link don't look at this guy dying don't look at your, <laughs> don't look at your father figure dying let's uh let's hurry on and then this is where ocarina of time soundtrack kind of fails it because you get this fucking hard-hitting depressing moment oh my god yeah. and the music doesn't really reflect and you go oh. back and it's a party in the kokiri it was so like, funny when i went back very toned up especially when when you talk to mido again yeah. he's like you killed the deku tree like that's more or less what he's he, implying. yeah he's very angry and it's like oh it's like you know it's the, it's the anger the, before the depression it's like oh this poor kid like just lost music, like but the, but all the that he's known music. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all that the party music is still, is still yeah. going hard mm-hmm. just having a good old time oh, so then you go to leave through the other side and just you're about to leave cutscene, Saria snatches you. This is another thing thing too. The fact that Saria is waiting also leads me to think that she knows that she's gonna be a sage and basically like, you know, she's she's also like the Decatree's right hand man, like how Navi is. Like she knows what's going on. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's no reason for her to be there. And what's her dialogue? And I, I I know like she knew that he's different, and she knew that he would have to leave the forest someday. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have to leave the forest because he's different. Clearly, I think so. I think she knows. I think she knows what's up, yeah. which sucks because uh, she's very fond of Link. That's I. I, I always thought of Sorry as like a like a sister figure, but now I feel it's kind of like a Link brother. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Kokiri all are way older than Link. That's true, even oh. though they don't, even though that doesn't necessarily they don't show it. Yeah. Like, but sorry, I always kind of felt like, you know, a guardian to mm-hmm. Link a bit. Or kind of like a, you know, role. Um, Just playing that part, at least. Yeah. And, so then she gives you the fairy ocarina as a memento, and that when you play it, you know, maybe you'll think of her and come visit her in the forest. And. 
the, the Nintendo 64 Link's just fucking like staring her, no emotions, and just fucking starts slowly backing well, up. And the sprint. look he gives is before, so crazy. Before he even speaks to her, he runs by her. She's clearly on the bridge, and he just like sprinting towards Hyrule that's, Field, that's what I mean. ready just to not even talk to her, just to she's leave. It's so funny. It's not even. It ha- <laughs> he doesn't she's stop little- until she tells him to like, "Hey, what up." You know? Jen, it's because he's a little feral child that doesn't know how to read. <laughs> he's like, gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's singularly minded in what he has to do. Uh-huh. Oh. He's like, do this. He's like, okay. Just, just <laughs> yeah. <gotta> okay. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't speak to anyone. Just, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. So then, not even three seconds after all this depressing shit, you get a moment to breathe because you, you get the biggest asshole in the game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love Kapoor, how much you hate him. Kapoor, Kapoor. Because, because he switches his dialogue like for yes or no, and sometimes no is like, oh god, no, yeah. I don't need to hear it, or no, I need, I didn't understand, and then you have to go through it again, and I just like, I'm like pressing the button and it's not working, and it doesn't actually make it go faster. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really add anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's like, look up here, Link. The time has finally come for you to start your adventure. He's 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 basically Rome boss for him is high rule of this game. He's, he's basically um gatekeep. Gaslight gatekeep girl, girl, girl boss. Girl. Yeah. A hundred percent. Uh-huh. And so you talk to him. I don't even know if it's worth to mention. I'm not even gonna mention his dialogue. I don't. I really I didn't take note of it. Do- I was like, okay, it, do- dude. it doesn't matter. But yeah. Uh, so then you cut into Hyrule Field, and like the opening is always sick as fuck. And then you're like, hell yeah, my dad died, my uh, <laughs> you know, mother figure is depressed. You know, everyone hates me. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a fairy though. I'm ready to haul ass. Mm-hmm. The music is hype, and let's uh, let's get to it. And Playing the game now in 2021. Look, if you if you if you compare games and you're talking about which game is the greatest the the greatest of all time, right? You have to compare how it holds up. And it's so in the Hyrule Field being the open world doesn't hold up, but it's still charming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just see like you just run up that little hill, you just see Hyrule Castle. It's a bunch of squares. <laughs> it's a bunch of rectangles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, there's nothing else in the overworld except for Lon Lon Ranch. Oh my mm. God, Hyrule Field is painfully desolate. Yeah, <laughs> it's too big. It annoys me so much when I have to go from one area to another. So it takes like five minutes just to get across. I it. don't think it's too big. It's just too empty for its it, size. Yeah. If it had more, like have some trees. Like yeah, have some, some trees. Well, that's but... the thing too. We that's how we look at it comparing it now. And if you want a game to hold up as the greatest game of all time, you do so. But at least at the time, if I was in 1998, that shit would have blown me away. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like actually, that would have been amazing. Yeah. So you just run your way over. And if you're if you're speedy enough with your rolls, you'll get there in one day. If not, you have to fight, like, <laughs> child zombies for five oh, minutes in yeah. the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you get to Hyrule Castle Tower, and you can go through the. You can talk to the soldiers and things. Oh I don't my know. god! Mm-hmm. I just so like going in that room with all the pots. 
Yeah, and he, yeah. the soldier is so bored that he's like, he teaches you how to throw them uh-huh. so that there's something for him to do. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell it's, yeah. It's the, it's the, he says it in a funny way, too. Like, oh, like, things would be sure more interesting if there were more troubles in the world. You know, <laughs> they kind of side-eyes him, you know. Yeah. Do something, please, like... Um, he's like, hey, but that's just between only, me and you, okay? If only uh, the apocalypse happens, right? yeah. <laughs> that's actually Ganondorf in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, and you know how we talk about how like the game has to be creative to like say your immersion. No, you don't. You don't hmm? remember. You don't remember me saying that. No silence. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Fucking Christ! <laughs> Remember in the beginning, I right talked now? about when we were when we were talking about uh, the interior of Link's house, and I said how the 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 creators of the game had to be very creative to you know set the immersion. You know, they're using a two D texture to make the to make Link's room feel more oh, yeah. real and full of things, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of lose a little bit of immersion in. Hyrule Castle Town, not because of the physical space, how it looks, but because of the dialogue of the people. Yeah. It is, uh, it's very like exposition, exposition y, and also just doesn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that I see Janet in your notes. You're like, hey, have you heard? Some, some villager says, hey, have you heard that Princess Zelda sees prophetic visions in her dreams? And then, like, oh, you are more beautiful than Princess Zelda, the couple that keeps spinning. Mm-hmm. And it's like, first of all, Princess Zelda's a child, all right? Disgusting. Fuck. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Relax, buddy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Second of all, it just, you know, it's, like, clearly, like, point, like, it's the game reminding it's, uh, you know, easily sidetracked players. Princess Zelda's the focus here. Princess Zelda's the focus mm-hmm. here. But then all that is seemingly remedied. As soon as you talk to Malin, if you talk to her here, you don't have to, but I mean, she's like clear. She's, she's, she's in the, she's in the center. Mm-hmm. Like how, how are you not going to talk to her? Especially cause she's the most, again, if you're a main character in a Zelda game, you're going to, your model, your 3d model is going to be given much more love and affection mm-hmm. than everyone else's. And she's clearly the most like well-designed, like more, more fully realized of the NPC standing there. Yeah. So you talk to her and she's like, oh, you're not from here. You're a little fairy boy. I like that. She calls you the fairy boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her name is Malin. Her dad owns Lon Lon Ranch. Uh, he went to <laughs> deliver some milk and he hasn't come back yet. Another example of deadbeat dads. <laughs> so the oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my They're God. everywhere. Let me get me started yeah. on talent. I do like the reference to Link's Awakening, though. Talon is very scary in this game. Like, at least in Link's Awakening, Taryn, Taryn leaves a little cutie patootie. But Talon, Talon looks like a New Jersey native, and that scares me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, um, what else can you do? I don't remember going into any of the side quest places, because yeah, I think I did. I think I did. I think I did on the 3DS version, because... It's easier to do, but in in this uh, replay I've been doing, I've been avoiding it because of how awful it is. For a lot of the stuff, you know how you have to aim with like the with the slingshot. 
yeah, with the slingshot and it's like it's it's the sensitivity is very awful with yeah. the Nintendo sixty four. Mm-hmm. So I've been avoiding that, but I did buy the Hylian Shield. And I do like it's funny, coming from we're coming from Breath of Wild to this game. The Hylian Shield in that game is like the you know, it's part of the finale of the game. Mm-hmm. It's the most ultimate thing you can get there, right? In in Breath of the Wild, it's the best shield you can get in the game. And then in Ocarina of Time, it's just some guy selling it for 80 rupees, I think. Mm-hmm. You can just buy it. So it's funny to see how far the... I didn't buy it when the um, in the town square. I actually, I knew that there was a spot where you could find it pretty on in the game, um, which is like later. It's in um, Kakariko Village. I think it's like in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I, I think I knew about that, but it's also like, I think I had... I tend to like stay in like places very often, right? Mm-hmm. And like revisit things when I'm playing. Not to, not even just to look for stuff, just because it's something I do. So I I filled up, especially because I think I don't I don't remember when you get the first wallet upgrade. It's like I just oh. kept filling up my wallet easily. So I was like, hey, might as well spend some money. Might as well right. get the shield now. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna have ninety nine rupees again in like twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always bought it right away for me at least. I don't like using it anyway. Um, you just kind of no. duck down. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't use it yet. Yeah. I love that, especially in um, the Dongo's Cavern when uh-huh. you fight the Lizalfos <laughs> and you're like on guard, bitch. <laughs> like it, it, jumped, Duck, it yeah. jumps across the, the rocks to swing at you and Link just like, fucking like, it's not even like a duck. He just planks. It's like kind of like, like cowering. It's, like it's like a standing plank. Uh-huh. He just goes a full 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah it's like a bow but it's It's cute it's like wild he's like cowering and like holding his head sort of thing you think it's cowering to me it's like it's just like a link again being a feral child (laughs) just self-preservation yeah Yeah, he's just he's a monster that guy (laughs) where are we oh yeah yeah so castletown you talk you talk to malin then you keep going on your way then you're like on castletown road in the uh Kapora Gapora Gaslight Girl Boss uh mm-hmm. what was the last G? Gaslight Gamer. It's a Gaslight Gatekeep Girl yeah. Boss. Ah yes. Gaslight Kapora Gabora Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss Gamer. Mm-hmm. Gives you some <laughs> oh, more no. Fourth G. Oh my god. Gives you That's some more exposition. Yeah. Basically just like, hey, when you're in a place, time flows or time stands still, but when you're out and about time flows normally. Anyway, good luck. <laughs> so then you have to go see Zelda. And I, ideally, the game wants you to get caught. And then once you get caught, you get sent back to like a certain certain part of the beginning of the path. And then <laughs> Malin's there just singing. Yeah, which is kind of weird. <laughs> I like her. She's like She's like the weird, quirky... If Link is the feral child, she's she's the quirky country country bumpkin, small town girl kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. I love that. And then she's like, "Hey, if you're going to the castle, can you look for my dad? He probably fell asleep because he's <gasps> narcoleptic." Take this weird egg; it'll wake him up. Yeah, yeah. Li- literally, oh my literally God. the weird egg. She just gives you an egg, not even like as a snack. It's like that. What's that? Uh, that a uh, Danny DeVito meme. Yeah, would you like an egg in these trying times? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Let's put Malin's face on that. Maybe we'll make that Instagram post. 
<laughs> and so, so you get an egg and then in the morning it hatches or something and Link witnesses, you know, after the inevitability of death, the miracle of life and all is mm-hmm. okay. And so once you get past the guards, you have to climb up a rock and jump into the river, then swim, swim around the castle, around the site where you see this old Italian man sleeping. And you're supposed to pull out the chicken. And then you do, and he's like, oh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, La La Ranch. And then he's like, who's, who's waking me up? Why can't I just sleep in the, in the back of the castle? Which, by the way, again, it's no surprise that Ganondorf took over. If, A, the guards can't notice a, a little green forest feral child in his oh my God, yeah. fairy he's running talking around. Fairy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And B, the narcoleptic Italian Italian farmer <laughs> that's been that's been uh, staying by the side of the castle for who knows how long. Yeah. Then basically you have to remind him of his own flesh and blood Malin. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh shit, she's gonna, she's gonna, like, she's gonna, she's gonna kill me, yeah. Yeah, I gotta get out of here and just runs away. Mm-hmm. So then you the game, you know, mechanically, the game gives you very obvious sign that you have to put the boxes in a certain way, then jump across and climb through the, the little like, gutter sewer thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny too that like, the Triforce is on there obviously to symbolize that it's important. Mm-hmm. But, like in the game, like thinking like when they were making the castle, they're like, hmm, let me decorate this like yeah. <laughs> not important sewer little waterway, shit. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then you cut through and you have to like, again, um, you're like in the castle courtyard. And I like the music here too. At, you this, have to... at this part, it was nighttime uh-huh. for me. And I was in that little area. Uh-huh. I'm like, what do I do? It was nighttime. And apparently uh, the guards are there at nighttime and you cannot like get where you need to go. And I was just kind of running around that little area and it was so funny because, like, they had a weird camera angle in that certain scene, that little area. Was this the most recent time or the first time? The recent time. Oh, <laughs> and, um, This like, is just Janet playing the game for the first time. It is. It kind, it kind of is. But um, I'm running around, and it was just kind of comical to me because it's, like, this little boy, like, doing his little hups and rolling around and stuff like in and front Link of these makes guards. so much noise yeah and like it's not until he's like a foot in front of them where like they're like hey you know you can't be here or whatever and kicks you out and um i'm like right, what let's... do i do and i was trying to get under the barrels over there and just <laughs> let's, uh, overestimating let's dive, deep. Let's, but... let's dive deep into this the guards see this little blonde child feral child wearing green with a little silly hat mm-hmm Who's you know we can you know maybe a feral child maybe he's foaming at the mouth just running and <laughs> rolling in circles and they're like maybe if we ignore him he'll just go away <laughs> and then you get too close and they just can't do anything about it yeah like, so okay, then okay. they have to yeah. confront you so anyway you, you sneak past the guards and again this is what separates the chads from the virgins true uh-huh. chad gets all the rupees even if your rupees are full just because satisfying. The virgin climbs around on top of the little way and gets and goes for the safety. I also know. think it's interesting too the little statues that they have in the courtyard. I would love to see a, a higher res or like what they took that from. Do you know what I'm talking about, Janet? Uh, 
I remember them being pl- pillars, but I didn't really pay attention to them. They're not even pillars. They they're actually like uh at least in the N sixty four version, they're actual statues. They're just very low res, mm-hmm. so it's hard to tell. But no, I um, them. look at a picture again later or something. Okay. I think you'd find it interesting. Hmm. And then uh, what happens next? Oh yeah, you is there any no. You just go past them, and then it's literally just like the the courtyard and Zelda's looking through the window. Yeah. And if you if you look around and take your time before talking to her, you can see uh, you can see Mario in the window. Hmm. <laughs> oh always, yeah! Oh my god! I always I... like that shit. I think Luigi's there too. Okay. And Yo, I think it's about no. I know Mario. Uh, Is it Toad? Luigi? Oh god! Don't say that name. Okay. If we were like, if we were, if we were to like equate the, you know, the characters from the Mario franchise to uh, Zelda, Toad is Ganondorf. Oh. Not Bowser. Toad is Ganondorf. God, your hate for Toad. I didn't even know about this. But anyway, in the window, (laughs) you see a you see Mario, Peach, Luigi, Yoshi, and Bowser. I think. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure enough. And that's all that matters. And if you no shoot toad. one of the windows with your slingshot, the oh, yeah. one of the guards comes out and is like, hey, what are you doing here? And throws a fucking bomb at you. Dude, he's really? so big, too. I, oh he's so God. big, too. He looks massive in the window. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I didn't. Yeah, he goes crazy on you, Janet. Oh my god! He's like, he's like, hey, kid, stop messing around. You're gonna I'll break have to something. go back. That's funny. And then just fucking whips out a bomb. <laughs> a bomb. Yeah, which like with Princess Zelda <laughs> whoa, right whoa, whoa. there. Yeah, it's not again, the safest it's just, option. Again, it's just further proof that it's no surprise that <laughs> Ganondorf took over, and that's why it has, <laughs> right. has to take care of Zelda for so long. Oh my god! So then talk to Zelda. And Zelda's like, oh, gee. How'd you get past the guards? Who are you mysterious? <laughs> How'd I get past Fire the guards? Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, gee, who are you mysterious boy? And Link's just fucking not blinking, staring at her. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. again, he doesn't know he doesn't know what she is. You know, she already assumes that he's the hero. Um, but that's just because yeah, the fairy. Zelda. Yeah. Zelda's like, a fairy? You're wearing green? You got the spiritual stone for us? And she's like, checks her notes, and there's like a, a sticky note with like three checklists of things. She's like, yeah, sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she had a dream. And dark storm clouds were billowing over the land of Hyrule. And a ray of light shot out. And it was green, followed by a fairy. So this must be you. Right. And you know, it's like Zelda's very ambitious and um, kind of oversharing and overconfident like she's very she's very like uh like as her flaw she's like confident without you know what i mean she's confident that she kind of uh like this is more or less like ganondorf taking over is more or less zelda's fault but you yeah. don't fault her because she's just a child you know what i mean like yeah. she could not have like she's she's you know she's like she's 10 she's like oh yeah this is my plan this that and this so, all right, Link, this is going to work. We got to do this. And, you know, it's like, 
you go along with it because you don't see why she would be wrong, which I think is also a cool thing how it transitions. Like, regardless if you're a child playing or not, it's portrayed in a way where you you're like led to believe that Zelda is singularly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I was thinking about that a little bit. Like, Fuck yeah, Zelda. Yeah, you know your shit. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kill this shit. Fuck that man in the window. And then, right. You know, they're like, look at him, look at him through the window. Ganondorf is like kneeling, talking to the king or something, and he just like out of the out of the corner of his eyes, he's two kids like looking pressed against like the shit yeah. talking. Yeah. They're like fogging up cup. the window. Yeah. Oh my god. Especially Link. I can only imagine Link's social skills. He's just like fully like his face is just like so like pressed onto the glass yeah. that it gets like smudged and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Does she tell you to? She's going to teach you the, the secret song of the royal family of Hyrule, right? No, that's what Impa does. Mm-hmm. I thought she tells you that and Impa teaches you. But then she also, doesn't she also give you exposition of... Uh, well, Zelda tells you that you need the three spiritual stones to open up the mm-hmm. door to the Temple of Time. And then she's like, you need to go get the other ones. And yeah, yeah. She kind of recaps what the de- great Deku Tree said in the beginning about you know the three goddesses and the Triforce. Yeah, and, and then and she gives you the letter that you yeah, the letter that you yeah. need. And <clears throat> what I noticed about all this, she apparently she tried to warn the king about Ganon, and of course he doesn't believe her. Yeah, I was gonna say um, like yeah. That's... I'm like wow, another you know deadbeat dad in a Zelda game. You know, just like, just pretty, like girl, yeah. Man. I'm like he just knows like his daughter boss. carries you know like this power. Actually, I don't know if they do. Really? From what I concluded from Breath of the Wild at least is that the the men the because you know the bloodline is matrilineal, right? Mm-hmm. So it's usually the men that marry into the family. That they don't really they know, but they don't really know to the extent of how the mechanics oh, of yeah. work, mm-hmm. and that's why their girl girl boss gatekeep, uh, <laughs> yes, gamer. yes, yeah. I I took note of this too because even when Zelda was talking about the dream that she had, I had to take a few minutes because with these kind of being the only two games that I've played, I don't. I don't know what Zelda's powers are. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was trying to think and- of. I was thinking of Smash and the moves that Zelda has <laughs> in Smash, and I'm like, no. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, are these like kind of her powers? Because even from the whole thing about Breath of the Wild is that we don't know the full extent of Zelda's power, and then in this game. She also has her own little prophetic dream, sort of. Well, I mean, like, I mean what's going kind on? Of, we kind of know in Breath of the Wild. We know, we know as playing the game, you know, not necessarily in the story. We know playing the game, or like maybe if you would say we don't really know, we clearly know much more. Like Zelda's power isn't something that's mentioned here. We yeah, know like we know what results from her power, but we don't know exactly what. We know she has power because she's Zelda. Because we, you know, we play the game, we get it. But like, in the world of it, 
I'm not trying to like join the the girl boss gatekeep side, but you know it's a ten like a ten year old kid. Like you can only you're only gonna believe them so much, right? Mm-hmm. You know, especially when we don't really know if like them having the ceiling power is a thing because you're comparing to Breath of the Wild, but them having the ceiling like the ceiling power playing a key role in that monarch society is because of the is directly dependent from the calamity. And at this point, there is no calamity or anything of that sort. So why would, you know, I mean, why would that be necessary? Mm-hmm. And the fact that it doesn't mention the queen, we can assume the queen is dead. Right. Yeah, what she always is, yeah. So there's there's <laughs> nothing to lead us to believe or like, like we know, we know, we know, you know, like as the fourth wall that, breaking the fourth wall that uh, Zelda has powers, but there's nothing in the game at this point to lead us to believe that or have any inclination of that whatsoever except for her crazy dream and she's got this hunch you know Mm -hmm. this uh this unshakable hunch at least that's what i think yeah so then she calls it the prophecy so um (laughs) and impa believes her so um and impa has to have you know you know a lot of knowledge i always you know think that impa and zelda's mom in the games always like had a connection or at least oh, when Impa's an adult um uh, I don't know if I get it from this one and Breath of the Wild 100% well Impa is you know told to you know um protect the royal family and you know she, she can't just do that and you know not listen to conversations not gain any info on who they are and what they do so I would but think I, she has a little bit more information or a little bit more evidence to believe what Zelda is saying as like a 10-year-old. Um, I disagree with... I, I agree that she knows more, not because she's Zelda's caretaker, but the Sheikah as a race are like specifically designed to serve the, high, the royal family because of the bloodline of the goddess, mm-hmm. right? And... So, Even in so home some... and Kakariko proves that she researches and or has done research too. Like it's independent of Zelda that she knows she has to serve Zelda. Mm-hmm. That she knows that there's something about Zelda because the Sheikah could have been serving the Hyrule Royal family since you know we can just say like Skyward Sword, like since that was implemented, looking back at it now, she's so like Im- Impa. Impa knows that Zelda has a little more something because she's a, I would say because she's a Sheikah, not because she's Zelda's babysitter, you know? Yeah. It could has be to do more old. with that race of people, I think. Yeah. She got that whole last library in her house, too. Mm-hmm. And then, she, you know, she gives you some more exposition, which everyone likes to overshare in this game. It must be Link's, like, uh, feralness in his... Uh, his blank stare that they just feel the need to, to just talk so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Impa's like, oh, by the way, Impa in this game, Impa's hot. Let me just. She is. Just We're not. We there. can't. We can't what? do this. Why not? No. Because Ange will act. I will not. <laughs> Why? Why, Ange? You afraid? You afraid to let your freak flag fly? It that doesn't need to be content <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> If you guys if you guys donate to our Patreon, you get the after hours. You get the full unfiltered, <laughs> unedited rant. <laughs> no, but like Impa's like Impa's looking good. Yeah. So courageous. So courageous, aren't you? Yeah, Zelda told me everything. Mm-hmm. 
And she's just talking, talking. Teaches you the song that, you know, Zelda's lullaby that she played ever since Zelda was a baby. And then she teaches you the song. You learn it, you know, like fucking spitting and slobbering on his ocarina going hard as fuck. <laughs> and then she takes you out and she's like, all right, head to Death Mountain. At the bottom, you'll find my village, Kakariko. That's where I was born and raised. And use the... Ro- Use the royal family member's special secret song to uh, progress to progress through, and then you know check in on with us later. We're counting on you. And Impa is a little is a little flawed too to singularly, you know, put the pressure on Link again. Right. To like get all this shit done, because. She knows the legends of like the hero, right? So like she has she we can assume she has this perception that Oh, we know like she can assume that like oh I kinda know Link is the hero, so like I know things will happen. And still same but that still doesn't account for, you know, everything. Because Link does, you know, he does do what he has to do eventually, but there's at least seven fucking years of um time between then. Mm-hmm. And the end of the game. So then, that's it. We're back in Hyrule Field again. And then we'll, you know, you just zoom. <laughs> go go to Kakariko Village. Mm-hmm. And that's also it for for today's episode, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think next one we do both uh, the Goron mine, the, the like Goron everything, and Jabu Jabu's belly. I think we do both Goron and in Sora's domain next. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Just a, like a... There's a little recapping in Lamon Ranch and Kakariko before we hit the big dungeons. There's oh, yeah, a few yeah. little things to do in between, but yeah. Yeah, we can just mention. But uh, I feel like it's hard to kind of divide like a stopping point for the episode, for this at least. At least until you get the Master Sword, then it mm-hmm. becomes a bit easier because then you just can do things by dungeons, right? Yeah. Things but start here kicking. it's weird because it's like the game feels much faster after the they're the you know this like kind of intro tutorial like mm-hmm. I feel like this is where the tutorial ends honestly not not mm-hmm. like after yeah. not like after the deck tree like just he, like here like boom we're done with the tutorial like mm-hmm. the plot is set you know your goal yeah, yeah it really opens up now that's what I feel mm-hmm. what should I put the music the intro music is going to be the title theme, obviously. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll do Zelda's Lullaby for the closing. Mm. That fits. Or, I, or what if I did um, Malin singing? Honestly, as far as the, you know, my favorite uh, little girls in this game with deadbeat dads go i think i think think malin's in the lead for me she's pretty cool she's so cute i love her she has the the nice curtain bangs going on Uh, i like her old like her old little farm get up it's cute she has she has she has a brooch on it that has a bowser's face on it she does yeah oh my god i didn't even notice these things Oh my god, Janet. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fake Zelda fan over here doesn't see the Bowser birch. But Janet, how do you feel? You, you just finished your first episode. I know. It's a lot um, 
I feel a lot more relaxed now that I've done it because I, I was your really... Hands, did your hands stop sweating? No. <laughs> no, they're still sweating. I don't know if it's the coffee or nervousness, but... um, Yeah. Try tea next time. Mm. I think you did good. I think you did good, and I think we did good. I think, cool. you know, we have a slow start coming back, you know. Coming back, you always have to start slow, and then we yeah. get more into it just like we did with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's been... That's it. For today's episode if um you can leave any i always forget how i close this now um if you have any questions you can email us at neighborswisdompodcast at gmail.com on twitter at neighborswisdompod and on instagram at neighborswisdompodcast which you know we have to get up and running again and um if you want to support us you can always donate that uh helps us eventually with the software we have to use we're gonna have to pay for you know eventually we get janet a crazy new mic setup get <laughs> Ange, uh, uh who knows like a like a floating chair or something yeah um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. donations are not expected but greatly appreciated um is there any other way to keep up with us you can uh do you want to plug your your merch oh yeah. uh, i won't pl- i'm not gonna plug but um Neighbors Wisdom merch will be coming soon, relatively Ooh. soon. So that'll be exciting. It's gonna be a mug and a crew neck for you merch lovers. So you can uh, feel just a little bit more connected to us when we record. I'll wear it, and then when you listen, you'll wear it. Then it's like you, the viewer, and me, the speaker, are connected as one. Our souls very intertwined together, <laughs> sharing this one crazy experience. It's very, very romantic. I'm crying right now as I speak. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's it. Janet, you want to plug anything? Um, Nothing related to Zelda, but um, I do make some Zelda fan art on my Instagram, my art Instagram account. Um, it's at Janet Lisa, J-N-X-T, Lisa. Um, if you want to follow there, you can. And I'll be posting very soon with some Zelda content. So, yeah. yeah. You got some Zelda NSFW art for sure. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Please don't. And everyone spam Janet's comments to make prints because apparently um, I'm not enough to get you to do that. I, I ask Janet three, every day. There is like three people and you're the top person that asks whenever I post. <laughs> okay. it's I am saving up for a printer. I'm going to start it soon. All right. So, yeah. Just for you, Ange. All right, everyone. That's been it. And we'll see you in the next episode. Ange and Janet, this is the part you guys say bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>